Is it recording? <laughs> I just started. Yeah. Fucking, I forgot to. Uh, I forgot to reach out to Joan in the off season to do the frogs episode, and now she's died from COVID. <laughs> she did not die, did she? I mean, I don't know. I'm not her secretary. Oh, okay. No, you're no longer hearing that theme song. For this season, at least, what you just heard was the new movie blues theme song for season three from Chris Geronda of Space Bakione. Space Ham. Um, thank you to him for all of his musical contributions. Thank you, Dan, for all your vocalizations. And um, here we are again. Oh no, shit. Oh shit. We. Look, oh oh snap. Back. Back again. <clears throat> this is the beginning of season three. Jews are back. And. Uh, Tell the clan. This is Dan, as he just described to me. Um, acting serious to, get, <laughs> to attract people who like film already off the bat by talking about the clan in the first 25 seconds of the first episode. Um, it's the prologue. No one reads the prologue. Um, we had a thing happen last season where we watched a movie called Soul Man that seems to have unmoored the entire podcast. Um, Shit went off the rails from Between Soul that Man. and Josh Boyer for Bond, somewhere <clears throat> the wheels broke down. I stopped pushing... And decided to uh, get on the other team and just push down the hill as far as I could, <laughs> as fast as I could. So, uh, kind of the vibe for season three that I'm feeling is like the no one's running the ship vibe. Just kind of an out of control, it's ad hoc, burning car flying down the street at 100 miles an hour with no driver. What yeah, do you think, man. man. I, think, I think it's good. We, got, we have structured situations going on with the brackets, with the rental wars. So we need to counter that by just going fucking rogue, baby. We're going into the garbage bin rogue, baby. Because <laughs> the thing is, folks, we've never been more organized. I have notes. I have plans. I have downloads. I have hard drives filled up with the movies for the season. I have a nicer looking scoreboard with everything broken down nice and evenly. But if you think that that is going to translate into an intellectual rise in the quant- uh, quantity of our podcast, that is not the case. We are uh, kind of heading more towards like a wacky Z-Morning Zoo vibe where Dan's going to come in with a bicycle horn every once in a while. <laughs> Dan is coming towards a more wacky Z-Morning Zoo vibe. <laughs> I'm approaching here from, I'm here I'm, I'm here to rein things in a little bit. Guys, I'm hitting my midlife pod crisis, so this season I will be switching positions with Dan and being... Um, the, the sleepy, angry <laughs> contrarian who's lost his mind and is willing to say anything while he will structure and plan everything out. He's already running the bracket yeah. in the rental zone, so I don't have that responsibility. I'm like um, when an old person, you just start taking away uh, <laughs> their responsibilities yeah. one at a time. That's kind of the vibe I'm, I'm stroking at these days, and yeah. um, I'm just kind of letting um, letting everybody have at it. So. I, 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 I took one task off your plate with the bracket. And all of a sudden you were 3D printing video game accessories. <laughs> Look, man, I have other hobbies that I have to tend to. It's like a garden. 
in this world, you know? I gotta sprinkle a little bit of effort here and there. Most of it's going into this, but, um, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, it's a good enough time to let things kind of slip off the bat, and um, we're gonna kind of uh, hopefully ground ourselves. Um, our first episode uh, that you'll be hearing next week is going to be on a film that's very serious, that's going around right now, that definitely needs critical discourse, needs two people with like uh, a refined taste with uh, with um, you know just the kind of maturity and grace that you would want to have for a review of a movie that is about a person contracting coronavirus um, that film is 2020's anti-coronavirus it will be our first episode of the podcast take a guess which stance the movie takes on the virus um take a guess this is a movie that was filmed in seven days not pro coronavirus during quarantine uh and it is uh a true spectacle i'm sick of these pro coronavirus fucks basically we're going to hit it with the most mature i would say the most understated review that we've ever put together um it's going to be a change of pace you yeah, guys it's, like it's when you hear this serious one, times I feel like you're going to be like, the guys are, you know, seeing that they're kind of picking up more traction, that they they should probably start taking this seriously, or it may come back to haunt them professionally or personally. And uh, I think you'll hear in this episode us taking it to that next level of maturity. Would you agree with that, Dan? I would agree with that. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that's Dan Enden, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, so Dan, um, why don't you kick us off with a little bit about what you have been watching since we have been in quarantine number six. Oh my <laughs> lord. How this long is quarantine mark six. How long, <laughs> how long has it been since we, we did a John? I don't know. All right. It's been I a while. Mean, if it's been a year, you probably have at least three things to talk about. Dude, you're not far off. I was looking at this list and I was like, the rate at which I consume media is pathetic. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, it's slow. I read a lot. <laughs> um, we, I finally watched The Watchmen. Cool. Yeah, that was amazing. Yes, I'm a little bit behind, but GGR. I did. GGR. Uh, yeah, give it like I don't know, like an eight out of ten, eight and a half out of ten. I, uh, I didn't seem to love it quite as much as some of y'all. Fuck you, dude. I'll give it a strong eight and a half. It's an easy nine. Uh, yeah. Right. 8.9. Yeah, I'll give it an 8.9. That's fine. Nine. I thought <laughs> I thought the first half was, like, exceptionally slow. But, like... You're exceptionally slow. You mental midget. Knew that was going. Um... <laughs> I everybody can hear the the three seasons aged disappointment in Dan Ennen's <laughs> voice. <laughs> Knew that was coming. Cool, 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 cool. I, I we're, on, saw, we're on a good vibe. Yeah, I yeah. saw the film Hook for the first time. Okay, thoughts? It was, it was great. You know, people really disliked it at the time. Is that true? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't Critically, know it was considered Steven Spielberg's worst film. Many to this day consider it Steven Spielberg's worst film. Why is that? I don't. No, like, I'll never it's not understand. His, it's not his best film, but like, go and look at reviews of Hook at the time. It is woefully, pan, like panned, huh. and and it seemed as if like I found it delightful. I think it's yeah. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck do you? First of all, like <laughs> totally inoffensive. One of the best children's films of all time, right? And I think the reason why is that. It took children's material that has been adapted a thousand times. It took ideas that have been adapted a thousand times. It just felt like 
there were adult elements in it that worked and it wasn't all about like what kids movies are today where it's just like forced pop songs right like weird family they, they really dysfunction took, they really took the speed racer approach it's really a mature movie yeah and his relationship with his kids and him as like himself when he's not in Neverland yeah it's all very like grim and serious yeah yeah um, just he's, a great he's a film. fucking dick yeah and Robin Williams yeah they shaved him like a fucking Playboy Playmate. <laughs> yeah, he was sh- he was yeah, shut he, down. Yeah, they really knocked that hair back. That must have hurt for him every day to be that clean. Yeah, that yeah. man is a beast. That man's a Wolverine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, man. Yeah, it's occurring to me looking at this list. I don't have anything new or exciting to talk about. Like we watched Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's my new that's my new catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for uh, season. Don't do it. All right, that's something I do. Okay, um, for season three. That shout out to Rachel. It's the le- she said it's like one of the last things she wants me to do on the podcast. <laughs> I do it at home all the time. So to everybody out there listening, his name Rachel. Mm-hmm, girl, I see you out there. <clears throat> Dan, go ahead. I watched Jurassic Park like for the four hundred ninetieth time. Yeah, okay, seen, great. Yeah, but uh, I don't think I don't think Kat had seen Jurassic Park ever. Yeah. Okay. Thought, what did she think? Thought she loved it. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's Jurassic Park. Uh, it's great. The dinosaurs. Do I need, do I need to give it a fucking GDR? It's Jurassic Park. No, it's a ten. Yeah, it's million. a great movie. We watched watched District Nine for the first time in a long time. Chaos. And yeah. that was I always remembered it being awesome. It was even more awesome. Vickis van der Merwe. It's excellent movie. Yeah. You got to get the fucking prawns. He's always there. Yeah, young right. Prawns. Yeah, yeah. Those crazy South Africans. Yeah, it's fucking pathetic. No, damn Afrikaans. <laughs> um, we watched Palm Springs, the Hulu original joint, mm-hmm. featuring uh, Andrew Sandberg. <laughs> Go ahead, laugh, laugh about it. Were you laughing about the um hum? Yeah. Or are you laughing about Andy Sandberg? I'm laughing about. I'm laughing about the um hum. Okay. But uh, oh, I'm trying back. to encourage it for Rachel's sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you watch that Palm Springs? I did. It was. It was good. Yeah. I had a good time. Oh yeah, we talked. It was. A, yeah, it's a nice, fresh take on the fucking time loop thing. Yep. Even though, I mean, we've even had fresh takes on the time loop thing, even in the past couple years, with stuff like Happy Death Day and shit like that, but I guess let's go yeah, again. fucking Russian Doll. There's just... Oh, yeah, Russian Doll was also really good, though. Yeah. I guess it's really a matter of, like, it's a cool sci-fi concept. You can do it as many times as you want. Whatever. Yeah, and this was, like, a fun, like, nihilist... Russian Doll may have done it the best, though. That sh- yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah. That show was great. This was, like, a fun, like... I like that show, but it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. This this was, like, a like very nihilistic approach to it. Like, I don't know, it was, like, exactly what I would think an Andy Samberg time loop movie should be. I thought it was very well-written and generally hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gave that show, like, an eight. Yeah. That's that's sensible. Um, watched The Mask. We all know you watched The Mask. Quality, 10 okay. out of 10. 10 out of 10. Been watching some uh, some Lovecraft Country. I watched Lovecraft Country last night. Did you? Should I tell you about how it went? <laughs> yeah. Um, we were watching it, and... Okay, so, picture, if you will. Um, how far did you get into it? One episode? Two episodes. Okay, you got to the end of the second episode when the mansion yep. crumbles yep. and disappears. So the whole the, show... The fall of the House of Usher moment. I'm going to... Spo- yeah, exactly. I'm going <laughs> to spoil this because, like... Classic Poe reference. Because, like, right, fuck, bros. fuck you if you're enjoying the show anyway. But in the first two episodes, <laughs> they set up this whole background with, like, this guy, the main character, this black guy, gets back from war, and he finds out that his family has this secret lineage, that he's involved in this, like, bre- like weird, white 
like wasp cult that lives in a mythical monster fil- whatever he goes on a road trip with like his uncle whatever his new girlfriend they destroy the mansion they destroy the cult they unearth all the secrets and yeah, at the end of by episode two and effectively end the entire season in my mind in episode two yeah right, right? so I was like okay where in the fuck is this going to go now yeah. because they're gonna I- go into town and start a business dude basically you're you're not all, you're not far off. Let me tell you what happens, right? So this is going to give you joy because it blew my mind. Now I'm thinking about it. Thanks for bringing up Lovecraft Country, which I think is a horrible show. Um, the third episode, right, starts with text okay. happening all of a sudden, which I don't know why we're doing that. The text is basically like, in the summer of 1958... <laughs> Like, what? First of all, I didn't know what year it was supposed to be. And was there voice act over narration? No, but it was angry text. Yeah, imagine yeah. that it was written, like, because it, it, ominous, ominous well, it, it was ominous text. Well, it does verbatim start with, in the summer of, da 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 and it, it looked, was like a horror movie right. background. Okay. It's basically, like, imagine, almost like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, okay. where it's like, in the summer yeah, of 1968, yeah. 14, teenage. Yeah. So the text read, in the summer of whatever, whatever, um... Two African American women buy a house in downtown Chicago. Okay. Um, three days later, four of the men who were at the house go missing, and it was like, I was like, what? Like, wait, what? What? Uh, what? Yeah. Then cut to um, his girlfriend character from the first two episodes who now weeks months have gone by she's living back in the town that they started the road trip in okay he's also living there okay she's starting a halfway house for african americans who are down on their luck okay she has purchased a house from winning the lottery (laughs) okay this is all just said offhand. Good fortune has come from their expedition into the fucking um, white white nest. Then you have a complete. It feels like it's a different show, different mood. Like the the channel has completely changed. A horror story of some kind feels like an American horror story episode. Yeah. About her and her sister making up this house, making it nice, and like it being haunted by ghosts. Yeah. So now we've moved on from his lineage from anything set up in the first two episodes. So, here's the thing. <laughs> like, I don't know if the show is strictly is like an anthology. A, a series of small arcs? I don't know. Reference but what I'm, coming to, what I'm coming to understand is that the book apparently was like that. I, I would imagine so. But how do you inform your viewer <laughs> that that is going to be the case? So, like, the show starts with him having a dream about aliens and oh, yeah. all these things. Hundreds of mythologies mixed ridiculous. into one, um, and maybe that's the vibe that they think they're going for. Either way, we got to the point where they have a house party, and now we're in like '80s house party horror movie territory. Okay, where the sisters singing downstairs, and it's a huge house party. Ghostly things are happening. It's very like almost like Friday the Thirteenth. Okay, and Rachel turned to me and was like. We're done with this show. <laughs> I can't watch. Like, and this is a girl that is now sitting and watching like a hundred hours of Batman the Animated yeah, Series with Attack me. of the Clones and Nine Atom. And she was like, "I cannot watch this show." And I'm not. You know how I think you maybe accused me of like, um, of like when I watched something with Rachel toxifying it for her. Yeah, um, only for Speed Racer I accused you of that. Oh, I was only, grasping yeah, at only straws. for only for a movie that she could not 
withstand even five full minutes of without feeling completely sick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was grasping for straws. Um, that's grasping for straws. Um, anyway, um, yeah, uh, Jesus. Yeah, so, like, do you think it's gonna be, like, the whole thing is two episode long arcs? Like, do you just have no fucking clue? I don't know. Some, there should have been, like, a Are all a the warning. other same characters are still there? Like Some. Yeah, it's the same characters. I was very confused They've when... They just shoehorned the main black guy yeah. is just shoehorned into the situation now. Right. He's just like, he basically explains it like, oh, I'm living with her to protect her. And they don't, they're not in a relationship together. Okay. It's, it's... Is, I, is I, fucking Omar from The Wire still in it? Yeah. Alright, tight. I'm in. Um, there's a scene... Where, there's a scene where um, the main character comes into, is living with Omar from The Wire, uh, who is his father, and... He wakes him up by taking a full glass of water and splashing it in his dad's yeah. face. Wasn't there an implication that like he's not really his father or something in in episode two? While, while the uncle was dying, like they were like talking, and he was like, he was like, "Don't you fucking say that. We agreed never to talk about that." I don't know, and I don't give a fuck, and I think I'm done with that show. So, pass. You were hyped for that show. I'm hyped for anyone that wants to give a craft a Lovecraft story a crack. I'm hyped for anything that J.J. Abrams and Jordan Peele are going to get into, but I am very cautious about both of them after a lot of the more yeah. recent things that both of them have been a, a party to and complicit in. Yeah, I just feel like, why, why, did, why do we need like a Lovecraftian lensed take on racism it's when Lovecraft even. himself is like such a notorious fucking racist. It doesn't make sense. Like they're like trying to like They're trying to tell him to fuck himself but also trying to, to celebrate more him like yeah. Lovecraft fans. Yeah. I don't get it. It's stupid. It's so fucking it's such a muddled. Yeah. It's one of the most muddled tones of anything I've ever seen in my life. I hate it. Yeah, it's I really hate it, really but bad. I'm sticking with it cuz it's so fucking bizarre and like I'm when just, when that house fell in the second episode, I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, yeah, well, I was like, then what the fuck happens next? And I read the description for the next episode, and I was like, yo, kid and play? No kid and play. Ugh. Just right. the same characters from the first two episodes. All right, Lovecraft Country. Two out of ten, harrowing. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched something about the Johnsons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Dog. The running theme of this podcast. And uh, what did you think about the Ari Aster short film? There's something about the Johnsons that everyone should check out on YouTube immediately. Yeah, this is about, I guess, a half hour long it's film. It's free. It's Ari Aster's, what, graduate film thesis? It's the one that got him the movie Hereditary. You should really check that out. And if you haven't seen Hereditary, then you're probably not even listening to the right podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not going to give anything away about the plot of something about the Johnsons. Because it only takes 30 minutes. You should be able to watch it right away, right? As one does when you hear such a recommendation. Guys, there is a pause button on Spotify, okay? Pause this and go watch. There's something about the Johnsons. With your parents. With your grandpappy and your pastor. Yeah, that movie made me feel physically fucking ill. <laughs> I fucking hated myself after that movie and needed to take a shower. Okay. Uh, is that a negative? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> it is great. No, not a 10 out of 10. I'll give it like a fucking... Like, I can't give that a 10 out of 10. Did you ever watch those Oats shorts that no. I keep trying to sh shove down your throat? Yeah. We'll have to go through those at some point. Not on the podcast, maybe even, but just for everyone's sake, 
go out and check out Oats Volume 1 on YouTube. It's made right. by Neil Blomkamp. Uh, a lot of it he either wrote or directed. Blomkamp. A lot of it is using, like, Unreal Gaming engines to create things. And oh, there's fun. huge leaps in CGI technology in it that are really cool to see. And it's just really cool storytelling. Um, so, yeah, for shorts, check out Oats and check out There's Something About the Johnsons. Yeah. Strange Thing About the Johnsons? What's the name of it? There's Something Strange About the Johnsons, I think. If there's something about Guess who's coming to the Johnsons? <laughs> yeah. It's his dad. It's his dad. Yeah. That's who's coming. Yeah. To the Johnsons. Because he's being. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, and then I watched some Criterion movies that no one cares about. And Pass. As far as, yeah. And then <laughs> last night we watched uh, Class Action Park. Oh, I want to watch Class Action Park on HBO Max, yeah, right? Yeah, it was fine. I know the story. Yeah, it's what you think it is. It's, it's crazy. I think I'd rather watch the Johnny Knoxville movie. I've about watched it. that as well. Is that good? It's fine. Cool. These are fine things that you should see. Class Action Park was crazier like than I thought it would be, but also it said everything it needed to say in the first 45 minutes. It, it didn't hold the enough information for an hour and a half long movie. All right. If you don't want to hear me talk about something that I actually like and enjoy and think is worth watching, skip five minutes forward <laughs> in this podcast. Dan, you're free to go get a snack, go grab a, you know, Scone. scotch. I'd rather have the scotch. Um, on HBO Max, there's a show called, called Raised by Wolves. That oh, is, oh, yeah. We've been watching that as well. Is just... Uh, how many are there of those are there? Four? Uh, five or six now. I've seen five. Okay, I've watched three of them. Mm. Um, I here's here's what I just I'm having a lot of trouble. I'm having one of my short circuit moments where like Raised by Wolves is clearly the best thing that is on television right now in my mind, and I see it getting like negative reviews, and I read user reviews of it being negative, and it really I mean Prometheus, also made by Ridley Scott, who made uh, Raised by Wolves, is obviously a contentious movie. This mo this show is made by the DP, the guy who did the music for it. Like, there's, it's involved with that and shot in the same place and looks just like it and has all the same technology of like going into dreams and has the same kind of CGI effects and it's just all very reminiscent of that but like I understand the faults of Prometheus like I understand why a person would not like that movie I give that movie credit where it is not due like I'm aware it's imperfect you know what I mean I'm yeah. able to say that I'm aware that it is not good it's in, like in Speed Racer um, yeah well that's what I'm hoping you would say um, <laughs> uh, but um, it's just a movie that I love whatever this is different because I feel like this is actually working and that the writing in it is actually well thought to its end point, whatever that may be. And just the central conflict and conceit of it and the factions involved are so fascinating to me. Just the fact that it's about atheists versus um, non-atheists in the future that essentially, you know, wipes out the earth and yeah. causes humanity to flee uh, to a planet called Kepler-22b. And it's a survival story. It's a little bit like Lost. It has some like kind of core mysteries that are interesting. Yeah, a lot it has of what the fuck's going on. The holy triumvirate of like Ridley Scott interests, which are like medieval shit, like Robin Hood he yeah. made, and all of um, Kingdom of Heaven and the feudal shit that he's done. Sci-fi and like android shit, which he is deeply obsessed with, and 
these androids bleed white like the androids yeah. really and they look the same on the inside the, there's all this talk in the last two episodes about my creator this my creator that right. which obviously alien covenant has a fucking shit ton of which is a topic that i could see an endless amount of shit for whether it's um, the Animatrix or anything that deals with AI taking yeah. over in the future, Terminator, Terminator, things like that. The reason that that shit is appealing is because beyond science fiction or not, that's gonna happen yeah. and it will be something that we will deal with. Whereas like Independence Day, that's not a guarantee that that's going to happen. Right. Um, like A Quiet Place, it's not a guarantee that that's... But like it's a guarantee that at some point human civilization is gonna go head to head with AI and it may not look like the fucking Matrix but it's it's fascinating for that alone yeah. um, so I'm cool with Ridley Scott like putting all of his interests of all those kinds into it and I'm obsessed with it and it's a 10 out of 10 for me and the central actress who is playing an android that has been sent by atheists to populate a planet uh, but is actually a death machine that's been rewired to be kind of a mother instinct figure has like so many layers of her performance. Yeah, she is so much better than even Fassbender was in the in the Ridley movies as an android. I mean, she's incredible to watch. The first time she turns into the necromancer, wow! I was like, like my balls were like about to explode. Like she's she's doing, like, yeah! it gets a lot crazy, yeah! and it keeps up its momentum. I'm five episodes like, in. That is fucking chilling imagery. My heart has been beating super duper fast while watching yeah. it, which is a great sign of really good television. The entire episode, I'm pretty much glued to the TV, and they've introduced some like new concepts in the last few episodes that are expanding the world a lot and making yeah, it more it's substantial more interesting. world building. Check it out. Yeah, I I, uh, I haven't been like a hundred percent ten out of ten sold out on it yet, but I've been engaged enough to keep watching. I'm curious. Try another one. Yeah. No, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm for sure gonna watch the entire season. Watching anything else, Dan? No. Jeopardy. Cool. Yeah. Um, I've watched quite a lot of things recently. I mean, chief among them is Batman the Animated Series. Nice. Which is just a great show. Yeah. Just every episode. Oh, you know what? I've been watching Jackass, the show. I downloaded the it's a good show. series. It's really not. It's not though. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It's not holding up. It's not holding up, especially with, Is like... cat watching it? No. She came in for, like... Dude, she came down. I was watching Jackass at 7.30 in the morning mm-hmm. on Sunday. And she came down... Like, she went to go to the bathroom and then heard that I was awake downstairs. Came downstairs right as Steve-O was doing the goldfish trick. And it's just like, what? <laughs> she was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Turned around and walked right away. Um... She was like, oh, I've never seen Jackass the show. I'm like, oh, it's funny. And right with Steve-O just swallows a goldfish at me. I was like, bad time. <laughs> Watching The Boys, which is getting better and better. Nice. Um, really something you should catch up on. It is becoming incredible. I probably should, given that I took the time to read the entire comic series. You, you really should catch up on it. it. It's taken some turns. Did you get to the, uh, the plane crash in the first season? Yeah. That shit was fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's some harrowing shit going on this season. Um, they're releasing it one episode at a time, like a lot of streaming right now, and it's fucking getting better and better. I thought they were releasing it like three episodes at a time. There was just one this past uh, week. Bastards. I think it's one for the rest of the season. Cowards. Um, but the dude, the guy who plays Homelander, yeah, who is a clone of Michael Fassbender yeah. and looks exactly like David from Prometheus. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, is 
getting so intense. His performance is so intense this season. Nice. Um, it's just, yeah, it's really maturing and becoming like a really well shot, just like incredibly well laid out show. I felt like the beginning of the first season had some like finding its footing moments. I kind of drifted away from it, and I'm really glad I cut up on it because it was just it's incredible. Nice, yeah. Oh, I'll get I'll get to work on it. Mostly, I've just been rewatching The Sopranos, like always. True. Because been following along with talking Sopranos. Tony Stark Prano. Tony Stark Prano. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um. <laughs> you know, I've been playing a lot of Tony Hawk. Remastered. Oh yeah, how's that? Oh, I fucking. Do they let you listen to the old soundtrack? Yeah, it's like it's like a best of of the first two Tony Hawk games. That's fire, dude. It is great. But then also, once I ran that into the ground, you can just turn it off and integrate Spotify, and I can just make my own playlists for it. And it fucking rules. Okay. Um, ten out of ten, Tony Hawk remastered. Everyone should buy that. Um, with that said. The first Tony Hawk game when it came out did not have reverts or fucking any of these things that make it extremely easy to make million point combos. So mm. I unlocked every level within like two hours probably. Mm. Uh, but having hella fun playing with strangers. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I am very excited for this coming weekend, the release of Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy on Switch. I'm going to which we yeah, doing cummies in my pants all weekend. Shit's getting bad. real Italian in here. Um, and, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, media has been pretty terrible. Like, all the movies I've downloaded over the past few months have been pretty much stinkers. Um, but TV has just been soaring. I mean, there's yeah. just incredible shit on and incredible shit coming. Should so. we talk about COVID? Uh, no, I'm done. Okay. I'm just done with it. Okay. You guys check out our first episode coming up on anti-coronavirus. Other than that... I'm just trying to like focus on just like our journey, man. Just fuck this coronavirus shit. First of all, did you think in March <laughs> that it would still be happening now? I don't know, and um, just gotta work around it. I like said that I thought it would like all along. I was like, oh, it'll go through the end of the year, but I didn't really think about like the implications of what that actually meant. It was just like something that like I read. <laughs> and now it's like the fall and I'm like wow like the summer's gone it's getting cold and I didn't do anything like it fucking sucks <laughs> like well, if I was a depressed kid in high school like you'd imagine like there's gonna be like an increase in like teenage suicide and school shootings and shit I mean if I enjoyed being alive this whole coronavirus thing would be a huge bummer yeah feel that job bless <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I have one more activity for you uh, to uh, warm you up for season three. Ooh, are we um, going to play the movie game? Um, no, we're not going to play. <laughs> we're going to play... I like to play the movie game, sir. <laughs> you want to play the movie game? We could do one round of it eventually. Um, Hello, I'd like to play the movie game. Um, so I have two selections for you. Oh, God. You, you, you prepped secret fucking puzzles? Yeah. I have two selections for you. Option B. Both of them are supplemental Fast and Furious films. One of them There's is more. an 18-minute long feature directed by Vin Diesel. Okay. I think explaining the time leading up to the Beefcake Bazaar. Oh. Okay. The other... <laughs> is a short explaining how Brian, I don't know, got into the FBI or something before Fast and Furious 2. 
And who made that? And is six minutes long. Okay. I don't know who made that. Okay. Only one of them is called Turbo Fueled. I bet I can guess which one. If, <laughs> if you guess which one is called Turbo Fueled, um, you can watch what? The shorter one? <laughs> I'm going to assume Vin Diesel is Turbo Fueled. Um, I'm not really sure. Let me check. <laughs> This is a kind of kind of an on-the-spot gag. It's just kind of working with what I got here. This is the uh, you realize we were only at a half hour and we were done talking about shit. <laughs> no, no, I have uh, plenty more shit we can talk about. It's just like this is the main event. You know what okay. I mean? Right now, I'm turning on the the movie blues boob tube, which is the, the central defunct 3D TV with a Sega Dreamcast <laughs> plugged into it. The in 3D doesn't work anymore. Dan and I. Um, no, it does. It's just they don't make 3D things anymore. Uh, really, yeah, so. you can download them though. I know. Oh, I know, buddy. <laughs> you don't think <laughs> you don't think I've turbocharged is the f- shorter one. So you've so, granted so yourself wrong. a mercy. No, I was wrong. Oh, you said it was what the, the Vin, Vin Diesel drives. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's wrong. Yeah, you have to watch this 18 minute. <laughs> That's kind of the one I wanted to watch. Just 18 minutes short. I mean, I wish it were in 18 minutes, but I'm more <laughs> curious about the Beefcake Bazaar than I am fucking Paul Walker's dumb bullshit. Oh, God, it's a full 20. All right, let's watch the other one. <laughs> 20 is too much. This is, this is what happens. You're, you're looking at every clock you have. You're like, I cannot do this right now. What time is it? 3.40. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit in traffic on the Google Expressway to watch this bullshit. <laughs> you want to watch the other one? Six minutes long? I mean, is this one... Have you watched either of them? <laughs> See, Vin Diesel directed this, though. It makes me so fucking curious. Was this, like, a bonus feature for a, a, a Fast DVD? If like, you remember from our Fast and Furious episode... This is the movie that they let Vin Diesel direct so that he would stay in the franchise for FF4. He said he wasn't sure if it was viable. He would only come back if they let him direct a short. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, we talked about it in the episode. Oh, right, because Vin Diesel speaks Spanish after FF4. <laughs> right. <laughs> so far, we're seeing a foreign language gritty prison reboot. Yeah, okay. this is like a uh, City of God vibe. Yeah, it's definitely a City of God vibe. With the same yellow font at the bottom. And fast handheld camera work. Wow, this is um, lots of lots of in and out of focus tricks. <laughs> so you hold the camera and you zoom in and then you zoom out. You ever see City of God? <laughs> I like when the Spanish kids kill each other. I watched it on the the steering wheel of my Lamborghini. <laughs> so did Paul. <laughs> Paul never finished it. <laughs> Damn, Vin Diesel's got some fucking... Dude, he's chopping it up. He's this is like some, some Michael Mann shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. Heat by Vin Diesel. Is this better than any of the Fast and Furious movies? So far. It's got actual grit. 
Oh, so this is like a water world situation <laughs> where these people in the Dominican Republic can't survive without gas. Okay, right. so enter Vin Diesel, right? Yeah. Is Vin Diesel going to be in this? Brian. Wow. What kind of beer has he got? Presidente, I bet. <gasps> is he going to refuse it? Is it Presidente? It, it's not Corona. Yeah, it's Presidente. Cut to fucking nudity error. What a, what a race traitor he turned out to be. That's what happens when you lose race wars. True, 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 true. I'll tell you, Hanzo. That means a lot coming from you. How come we can't stay in a hotel, huh? Really, bro? <laughs> what? <laughs> I said really, bro. <laughs> About what? Atari Hanzo. <laughs> <laughs> Is that ludicrous? No. no, that's um the guy from NBA Street Volume Two. <laughs> it is, yeah, for sure. <laughs> or knockout boxing, or yes, or not, yeah. What's like, that game called? Fucking... Ready to Rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> wow, nice. That's cool. Solid pull. Sweet. <laughs> the guy from Jason Lee's shirt and Mallrats. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going more racial sensitivity starting with next week's episode. <laughs> Twice the sensitivity of this week. Dude, it's only it only becomes racist when you start saying shit like that. <laughs> I was just previously speaking to the nature of his silhouette. His silhouette? <laughs> Look at that silhouette. That's a silhouette of fucking <laughs> video game box. God damn it, dude. That's okay. That's not racist, though. No. Okay, fine. All right. Okay. It could be a white guy with an afro of that shape. I, I'm starting to understand. And and be the white version of the guy from Ready to Rumble. <laughs> This guy's, like, not even black, dude. He's Dominican. I know, that's why it's not racist. But you're comparing him to black people. Because of his, his hair shape. Okay. All right, okay. I get it now. Thank you for... Thank you for pointing out my insensitiveness. Jesus. I'm so hyped for the Fresh Prince reboot. I'm, I'm watching this now, and I'm feeling like I'm not ready for the next movie. I'm now dreading that being the next thing we're watching. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying we should watch a good movie and then watch this bullshit later. It's going to be two full hours of this, dude. Wow, Vin. No, it's not going to be two full hours of this. It's going to be two full hours that looks worse than this. Yeah. Look, this is the one... Uh, where people said it gets good. And if it's not, What dude, people? If it's not, I swear to God. I don't know if I can go much further. No, we're fucking in, dude. I already sat through four hours of this bullshit. We're watching all of them. I hate this, too. I liked it for a little bit, but now it's you, just... You fucking brought this bad juju upon us. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to, but... You made Look, me you thought fucking... that his movie would have been called Turbo Fueled, and that was your error, sir. 
now. Why would I not have thought his movie was called Turbo Fuel? (laughs) (laughs) He's the most shallow individual I've ever fucking witnessed rise to fame in my life. So true. So yeah, I feel you on that. Like, you told me Vin Diesel held the franchise hostage if he let him make a movie. What would he call it? I would have guessed Turbo Fuel. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Ugh. Fuck, please let this be over soon. <laughs> Vin Finn was like... This is, like a, this is just like a softcore <laughs> yeah, yeah. porn, dude. Uh, Vin was like, listen, if you want me to come back to the series, you're gonna have to let me feel Michelle Rodriguez. I hear she's a junkie these days. She'll be good with it. She oh, needs the cash. God damn it. She does look like she's wasted right now. Like, for real wasted. I'm trying to kayak with Michelle Rodriguez on film. 35mm only. Oh, oh, they're in the water now. (laughs) (laughs) Written and directed by Vin Diesel. Producer Jesse Tanner. Oh, my God. Anyway, that was Vin Diesel's directorial debut. Thanks, Josh Goldstein. Way to let our people down again. Bandoleros is the name of that one, folks. Los Bandoleros. That is not something you can find easily, but I... Where'd you find it, guy? I was on IPT. Was it, uh... So, you'd have to imagine that was on, like, the FF4 Deluxe Blu-ray. Something to that effect, yeah. 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 Cool. Anyway, um... (laughs) That's tight. Now that <laughs> <laughs> I was super feeling that. Now that that's all been said, um, I guess uh, we can let people know that um, this season's going to be quite the roller coaster. There's going to be a lot of things that are from different periods of time, but that all have to do with virtual reality. It's not an on-purpose theme, but it did happen. Maybe. If we want to do something serious, should we do time crimes finally? Do the time travel episode we promised from <laughs> episode, 30 episode three, <laughs> from thirty episodes ago? Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Um, but uh, from here on out, you have the very mature, respectful coronavirus movie that we're doing next week. Um, Dan, do you want to talk at all about how your bracket is going on the rental zone? Um, the bracket, the bracket's going smoothly. Nothing, nothing too crazy yet. I mean, everyone's voting for the wrong thing steadily, so as to be expected. You're giving the people what they want. Yeah. I'm Dan Enden, man of the people. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a populist approach. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm running a bracket full of movies that I don't care about to make you people happy. And by you people, I mean the Italians. I'm trying to... You Italian fucks don't know how much he's putting into this This is my reparations from last season. Is that I'm allowing you guys to prove your superiority by how you vote for Billy Madison. Um, Billy Madison (coughs) decimated the mask. (coughs) Might win. (coughs) Might win the whole bracket. Zero chance Billy Madison wins that. I mean, there is a chance. But fuck, I hope that doesn't People happen. People ship really hard for Billy Madison. Uh, not as hard as they fucking simped for, uh, what the fuck? What was the first matchup? Where there was one vote for Night at the Roxbury? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's an American treasure, though. Whoever voted for Night at the Roxbury. Congrats. Yeah, that was Antonio Fiore. <laughs> 
Was that? Yeah. What was that name? Antonio Fiore. Oh, I thought you said pizza. Antonio Gianni <laughs> Fiore. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Dan? You looking forward to uh, season three here? Uh, you know, it's hit or miss <laughs> so, with, with, with how it's going so far. Should we go back remote? Uh, it depends on the day. I, I mean, day. I feel like I'm probably not going to come here all the time, but there's yeah. there's a certain je ne sais quoi that happens when we do it during what's supposed to be our work days. Yeah. No comment on that. We both pretty much called out today to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to our bosses and significant others to some extent. Um, okay, uh, people. Um, anything else, Dan, you'd like to add to the fray here? Nah, man. Like... Let's let's just fucking do it, dude. I'm fucking I'm in. I'm ready. Have some fun out there. I'm I'm ready for the season. I'm ready for surely everyone participating in the brackets to be listening on the reg. A mm-hmm. hundred people per per voting day has been where we're approaching. If that many people listened to the podcast, we could generate ad revenue. So help. <laughs> yeah. Generate, right. generate. It's all about exponential growth now, guys. It's all about begging you guys to listen to the podcast. No, no, we're done we begging. Oh, we're, we're done begging. We're post begging. We've presented season three. We've presented enough fucking content for you ungrateful fucks. You have a backlog. We, look, it's the virus. What are you doing during the day? You're home. You're, you're unemployed. Leader. You're trying to figure out if your job is even going to exist a year from now, if your industry is going to exist. Wondering what do you have? What do you got? You got brackets. You got debates to be had, and we're doing that for you. So you can fucking call your mom Forget and tell her to politics. listen to the coronavirus episode. Corona's not real. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I would say if there's any episode that your mom should listen to, my mom should listen to, it would be our coronavirus episode again. We're putting a lot of, like... Like social commentary. Yeah, like this is the kind of thing I I personally want to show my parents when it's finished. Uh, I know you'll want to do. We'll the same. follow it up with the John Stewart Democrat movie. That would be a nice serious turn. Considering yeah, the good. debate is in two weeks, and that should be hilarious. I can't wait for the debate. LOLzies. Yeah. Old dude one versus old dude two. Yeah. One and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Who raped the most people? <laughs> Who put the most people in jail this year? <laughs> oh, fuck everything. China. China. China put the most people China. in jail. Obamagate. Um, Alright, people. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and we will be back soon with our review of anti-coronavirus. Yeah, hashtag Obamagate. Hashtag Q. Hashtag uh, Q is real. Hashtag... Uh, hashtag why doesn't anybody care about child sex trafficking <laughs> I don't understand what everyone's deal is like they won't focus on something that actually matters for once dot com <laughs> baby <laughs> watch Q-